P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it rain! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. It's fun to have some fun. Fun, fun. Tommy, that's uh, a cake thing. Whoever she is, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish. <laughs> I'm always home. I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up. Hey, Hall fans. Welcome to PSI Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm Brian Rodriguez. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. Yes, you are. <laughs> and therefore, I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We weren't snapped in the last Avengers movie. No. We're still here. We are still here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> we're talking. We're, sh- you know. And of course, we're always home. We're always uncool. Definitely uncool yes, today. Yes, today. We're always ready to talk great movies, watch great movies, and I'm excited about this one today. I have to tell you that much. This is one of the greatest ones. You know, it's Cameron Crowe's masterful film, We Bought a Zoo. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot he did We Bought a Zoo. I I actually like that movie. I I I admittedly have not seen We Bought a Zoo. I kind of like it. I get that confused with Secondhand Lions. Oh. You know, like... That was um, Robert Duvall, and so, yeah. uh, Michael Caine, oh, and yeah. a, and a awkward teenage Haley Jaws. Okay, yeah. and then it's like it's not the same, but it's like people who shouldn't have animals suddenly have animals. Yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but no, no. We're here to talk about almost famous, almost famous, where we get the uncool line, where you know a lot of motivation for doing this podcast. A film you and I grew up on. A high school film. And I'm the high school slumber party guy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe I'll point out some food scenes. <laughs> I know they drink. They definitely drink. Yeah. But it's not like... I don't know. We, we can get into this. Oh, actually, this. no. Uh, the one, the actress that we that I also covered her in Waterboy. How do you pronounce it? Uh, for, for, from the craft. For, yeah, Faruza Balk or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, and those the, these younger girls always take the steak. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's true. There's a spread. Yeah. In the orange. Love bowl. a good spread. <laughs> oh yeah. So there's a spread. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of good um, stuff here. Again, I don't know. I think it's more a high school film than a food. References film. to humble pie. Yes. <laughs> Drugs. I don't yeah. know if you count that. Yeah, now, see, Luna. I don't know. We don't have to get into this, but I don't know if you should theoretically in your podcast count just drinking. I think it like. If people just happen to be drinking beer, that doesn't feel like a food scene to me. If it's no, if they're not just if, like still needs to be, there needs to be a, like a, a reason behind it. Like even like I mean, if there's a scene, someone's just eating like potato chips. <laughs> like, <laughs> but more if, proof that we're uncool. Our yeah. conversation today. So we have the DVD from Almost Famous. I'm pretty sure this is the first release DVD because it was just in. The bin, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the, the bin. Of, I mean, this movie came out in 2000. That's like right, I think in 2000 when, was when my family got their first DVD player. Wow, wow. Yeah. You know, it has, had a little dust on it because I'm sure, I, I've definitely seen this 
since you know it's yeah and i my, well mine's at my parents at that you know in, the, in my in my library of dvds there and i i should definitely i mean we have about a, well not a month's time because we then we announce the winner at least a two-week grace period that i should go and get said dvd <laughs> but you fair but, but you, if you you're there it. you could also get both dvds Good point. <laughs> I should just have all my PSH movies here. Yeah, you know what? That would that's, be yeah. That that's probably a good idea because yeah. <laughs> not like you have the entire collection. No, 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 no. That's something that you know. Side note, guys, before we get into Almost Famous, yeah. that's something that I'm, I think I want to do. Um, and I'm trying to eliminate DVDs, so this is the opposite. But I think I want to get all his movies that are possible. I've been secretly sitting on Schuler for <laughs> If you have it, that's, <laughs> I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts about like collecting things. You listen to other podcasts? Yes. Not movie They're podcasts. They're the enemy. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I, I listen to like a wrestling toy collecting podcast okay. <laughs> featuring two wrestlers, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Oh. It's really good. But it, I don't collect wrestling toys, but it gets me really into like going on eBay and like the hunt seems so fun. Ah. Uh, you don't so, want to be fed. You want to hunt. <laughs> so if I saw Schuler up there, oh, I would be like, what's the most my, you would pay for Schuler? I don't even want to say it on this podcast. A lot, a lot. <laughs> I don't know four digits, but certainly three digits. Yeah, there's, there's a yeah. <laughs> Especially if it was like a cool, like a film print. And it, yeah, but like I, mean, I doubt it would be like a Blu-ray print, you know. So I would imagine it only be film. I, or I mean, VHS. at one point maybe it could have been transferred onto DVD. For all we know, maybe in Poland. Who knows? Yeah, but but we're not here to talk Schuler. We're no. not here to talk foodie films Schuler. or high school summer party. We're here to watch. Almost Famous. So I was mentioning we have the DVD. Yes. We're paused right now on the first glimpse of that DreamWorks. The, um, yeah, the crescent moon yeah. <laughs> before the egg corn hits the water. The Ottoman moon, or the, yes. And uh, we've got the widescreen DVD. I love the DVDs back when, like, <laughs> I remember, like, my mom would, like, she came home with, like, I think the Incredibles in full screen. I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> No, but there was always people who used to be like, oh, full screen's better because you see more. Widescreen cuts things off. Because they didn't understand. Yeah. Especially on the old box TV. Yeah. It's like, oh, why, you know, why do I want the yeah, exactly, bars? exactly. When we were still watching on, like, the full screen, the box, the rec- uh, square, like, TVs. <laughs> like, the it, black yeah. bars are blocking stuff. I don't understand. Yeah. It's a great, I like the DVD cover. You one, of the, well, one of the most iconic I think posters and covers is just like the Kate Hudson close up. Yeah. With the glasses. Cool, the cool and say sunglasses. Yeah. It's from the writer and director of Jerry Maguire. Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Um, you ready to go, or is there anything you want to say first? And no, don't forget, guys, to tune yeah. in or listen the entire time, but listen after for what movies that you guys can vote on for next month's. Yeah, for, for June. My birthday month. Yes, it is. But, but here we go. Turning so, 54 years old. <laughs> Hey guys, just a little disclaimer. We realized we should throw in after we rewatched Almost Famous, and that is that this is the original cut, not the director's, also called the untitled cut. So we were watching the movie, and I think it's like Jeff Beebe doesn't say, no, it was, uh, oh god, Jimmy Fallon, who doesn't say one line on the airplane, and I was like, oh, maybe that's a different version. So just, uh, this is a commentary. For the original cut of Almost Famous. Uh, so yeah, like like we said, it's kind of like right when the DreamWorks was starting up, I paused it. So here we go. We'll do a three, two, one. 
Almost famous. Amen. Woo! I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. There's what a little boy. That, yeah, what, what's that little boy up That's to? That's Steven Spielberg's son. That is Steven Spielberg's son? No, I just made that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That would be nice. Is DreamWorks still active at all? Uh, I think they disbanded it. Gotcha. Who's the K in DreamWorks? I always forget. I know it's Geffen is the G, because yeah. he was the music part. Vinyl Films, that's an awesome name for a company. Is that Cameron Crowe's company? Maybe. That's Cameron Crowe's uh, handwriting. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like a classic. It's like James Cameron when he's drawing a nude rose in Titanic. David Bowie. That James Cameron drew that rose? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> well, what, was he not going to be there filming the scene? Like, I don't, like, what's the, like, he's... T- no, I mean, just, like, hire an artist. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's cheap. He's like, oh, right, yeah, let me I'll see this naked lady. <laughs> Almost famous. Why do you say I didn't like Dr. Lenny? People don't know who that is. <laughs> high school reference, oh, you're Yes, uh, a former high school teacher of ours. <laughs> Um, and we can't edit that out now, so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I would have misspelled Francis McDormand, too. My, Crow. Yeah, my uh, yeah. mom spells it with an I, and that is technically the man's way, and she used to get corrected by the nuns. Kate Hudson, who, she was on a guest on my show. Yeah, she was. That was good. No, I really, yeah. <laughs> Different Kate Hudson. Ooh, I like, they had, great. they had the Todd Rundgren album in the background. Oh, yeah. No, That's this a great is album. Awesome. I forgot about these, this, like, intro here. Yeah. Is there, we have, like, the... And our star, Patrick. I never I never clarified if it's Fujet or, or, or Fujit. Anna yeah. Paquin, Oscar nominee. Also collaborated with PSH in 25th Hour. Oh, yeah. That's for, one I really want to rewatch, too. Yeah. Say it for Ruza. You know, I for always... Ruza Balk. I always confuse her name and Freddie Mercury's real name. <laughs> music related. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, your favorite. Zoe Deschanel. Bayou Phillips. And Phil, our man gets N. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's this good. Is, yeah, That's I'm, good. yeah. I'm, no, I'm sorry. Did I say no? I'm just on the plaza. Just... The key. The plaza. Uh, starting off with uh, the chipmunks, chipmunks, and Jason Lee later goes on to star in the trilogy of the Chipmunks. Oh, good connection. Scored by Nancy Wilson of Heart. Who yes. was married to Cameron Crowe at the time? I don't know if they still are. I don't know if they still, still are. But yeah, supposedly Nancy Wilson and uh, Peter Frampton wrote a lot of music for for the uh, oh, yeah. uh, Stillwater, the fictional band. Uh, this is actually the first Chipmunks song. Some people think it's the second because they count uh, The Witch Doctor. Uh-huh. But that was just... David Seville experimenting with the sound, and he's like, let me just make this into a group. Oh. Then they remade it. A little Chipmunks trivia for you. <laughs> we, look, we looked it up once, and the Chipmunks is like one of the highest grossing franchises. Yeah. <laughs> Something really, yeah. Uh, Christmas in California. Yeah, in Southern California. I couldn't do it. Sorry, yeah. all you California people out there. I need yeah. a good, frosty you, Christmas. SoCal. San Diego, 1969. Mets win the World Series, but we're not, not talking w- about baseball w- anymore. Woodstock. Woodstock, is that who? Uh, the landing on the moon. Good year, good year. Yeah. We landed on the moon? In, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, in like July and then Woodstock. I always get confused because 
I know Nixon was the president, and Nixon doesn't feel like the president in the 60s. Yeah. He feels like more of the 70s president, but it was 68. Yes. Has she aged Zoe Deschanel, I'm referencing, since she's... She's a vampire, so no. <laughs> One of the first times I ever saw her, I didn't really know she was Zoe Deschanel at the time. First time I think I saw her, though, might be here or the new guy. I think they came out the same year. Yeah, this is 2000. I looked it up because I was curious, because she really hasn't aged. <laughs> uh, she was 20 years old when this movie mm. came out, so I guess not, we could say she's 19 while filming this. Frances McDormand also still looks fantastic. Yeah. She's always, like, looked... And a nice lady. And she's just a great maternal figure in movies. Ugh. Uh, great album, first of all. I love Simon yeah. and Garfunkel. And then I'll never forget this, because... <laughs> it's poetry. Yeah. And then she points at the eyes, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Food scene. There you go. Foodie film. This is a foodie <laughs> film. Let's change the podcast, guys. <laughs> I just love seeing the uh, the decor of like this era, and like I love the little the sign that was in the background before when they first started to argue, like try a little kindness. Yeah, it's she's great a, because she, it, they don't overdo it in this yeah. film, you know, like the setting direction as well, but it's not like in your face. Yeah. Because she's know. a literature professor? I believe so. I mean, we'll, probably English, but you know. We'll find out in a second. Yeah. It's funny because, like, it looks like a grandma's house, right? Like, yeah. for us. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a house of lies. You're more of a music guy than I am. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that you're more of, like, a rock of this era guy than I am. I'm not, but, you know, you had a father who's very into music. I mean, you definitely... And I didn't. Okay, sure. I mean, you're definitely into band. I mean, you love Bowie. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm wrong, but I feel like this, you know, you can connect it. It's a bit more in my wheelhouse. Yes. Nice. Oh, there we go. What? I don't know. <laughs> well, so, well, high school I, scene. High school I, I, scene. Yeah, high school scene. And I was gonna also say that uh, you know, for, I'm announcing my next podcast. That's all about facial hair. <laughs> Beardcast. Beardcast. Ah. Oh, I love this. And this is actually based on something I think that happened to Cameron Crowe. Yeah, this is semi-autobiographical. This movie. Yeah. And if you watch the special features, it's more autobiographical than you would think, at least according to him. Yeah, I mean, it's just like he he merged a lot of bands. Together. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I wrote, you know, you know me and my trivia. I think I wrote it down because I was just, I mean, I love this movie, so I was like, oh, let me just freshen up on it. And it was like, I know Allman Brothers band was a yeah, big Allman Brothers, influence. The Who, The Eagles. I mean, even later with Pearl Jam, like when William later in the movie gets pulled into the circle, that's something that uh, Eddie Vedder did with him in Pearl Jam. Oh, okay, yeah. Obviously much later. Much later, yeah, like 20 years later. Have you ever seen that Cameron Crowe, like, grunge soundtrack film? No. It's it's like the one I haven't seen, and it's supposed to be really good, and like he curated the soundtrack, and it's like really kickstarted grunge. Oh. I'll get the name in a second. (laughs) Eleven? (laughs) <laughs> what a great 
What a great freak out. I think this kid is really good. Yeah, well, he ended he's he like ended up having a career. I'm totally forgetting that actor's name. Um, Adam Driver, right? Yeah, Adam, yeah. Kylo <laughs> Ren and let me, look, let me look that up. He's Come on people, you'd be yelling at it at us right now while you're listening and watching. Who is this child? This child, Michael Angarano. He was in like Sky High. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. He's in a bunch of stuff. Another high school film. I mean, Sky now High. he's in, like, This Is Us. Uh, Red State. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> she just... The thing about her... Uh, Zoe de Chanel is that she seems like she fits in this era even when she does movies of today. Yeah. You know? So it works really well. I love that she plays this, this song. <laughs> this is explaining why she's becoming a stewardess. And it's funny because, like, you know, music is poetry, and yeah. when you share music, it. I, it's a bad way to say it, but you're almost like borrowing other people's poetry. Well, it's, it's the classic, uh, uh, oh, God, John Cusack. Oh, yeah. Like he says it High when, fidelity. Making, when making a mixtape. Good people. point. Yeah. <laughs> Probably where I get that take from. <laughs> you take camera, man. <laughs> little, I mean, I didn't, I have an older sister. I did not have an older sister like Zoe Deschanel in this movie, but I, I wish you did. <laughs> That's that's a perfect thing, even in the beginning. Actually, that adds more credence to that line of, like, we'll always be uncool. It's like, you are cool. Like, I never (laughs) thought about it that way before. I love this song, too. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Great soundtrack, but that's obvious. (laughs) Yeah, I think they spent, like, three and a half million dollars on this soundtrack, something like that. It had to be good. Like, an unusual, you know, amount of money allotted for a soundtrack is, like, one million. One Remember, that's three million twenty years ago, almost. Yeah. Wow, this movie's almost twenty years. Yeah, ago. isn't it weird to watch twenty-year-old movies from your not even like childhood? Well, childhood. I mean, obviously, yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a period piece, but this is a very timeless movie. Mm-hmm. And this is ah, oh, she tells him check the. Yeah. Oh, Great album. One of the greatest albums of all time. She, I think, she tells him to listen to Tommy. Yes. Tommy. Zeppelin 2. Oh, Hendrix. Yeah. Cream. Joni Mitchell, I think. Yeah, yeah. Joni Mitchell. Which movies makes me think of love, actually. <laughs> Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah, Bob Dylan. <laughs> That's not Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see your entire future. Ooh, she even left like a book of matches in there. Have you ever done that? Lit a candle and listened listen to, to Tommy. Album. I mean, I've listened to the whole album Tommy, but like, and heard your entire future. No, you'll always get me. With I've a, heard an amazing album, but you always get me with a close-up of a vinyl record on film. Yeah, it is weirdly. <laughs> he looks so young, and he's like lighting the candle. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love the 
layering of the image of the vinyl over him and it just becomes such a like there we go this is his obsession has begun Lester Bangs we yeah. saw written right on there love the fashion here yeah he was in another movie I did called Saved which is ah, good oh yeah he played like the cool skateboard kid one of, one of my favorite times for uh Fashion. People hate the seventies. I love the seventies. Oh yeah, I, lo- I yeah. I get how it's like a burnout decade, but that's fine. Great fashion. Look at that font. You know I'm a big font guy. Yeah. Font Here we go. Here we go. Magazine. Yes. Yes. Our main man. We didn't have to wait that long, and oh, I'm so happy. And see, he's not even on the air. He just walks in. He's talking to them. You know. I think he is technically on the air. Oh, is he? Yeah, but like he's just away. Yeah, the microphone. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. What a great setup. Yeah. So he's from San Diego. I didn't realize yeah, that. The, this is one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Guess who? I want that shirt so bad. Which makes them poetic. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Something we to use our, our theme show. song. Yeah. <laughs> what a stick in the mud. <laughs> a little early for that. <laughs> and just looking at like his idol. Isn't it weird? Like back then, <laughs> the back then, like gestures. the radio legit just played albums. You know? Yeah. <laughs> When you actually had to have, like, a personality to carry a conversation. And it's true that Lester Bangs was truly a mentor of a young Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Second movie? No, yeah, second movie in a row that we've done where he plays a real person. Yes. He actually looks great here. He looks great. He just he sounds cool, and he's just, like, nailing this role. And, again, like, a great mentor role. And I love just what he... I mean, I don't agree with everything that he says is this character. No, of course, but he has an opinion. Yeah. Smart kid. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lester Bangs, we looked it up, died of drug overdose, right? Yeah, he he died uh, at an early age, similar to our main man, at an early age due to drug overdose. Mm. I think anyone who's ever attempted to do something in the arts can, like, relate to this guy, for better or worse, you know? Yeah, it's... Oh, did you love that? That he's like, I gotta go, and then he continues the chat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, like, playing that, like... <laughs> like oh, that. great advice, great advice. Yeah. This is a great movie for, like, bookending, right? Because, oh, like, yeah. it's this advice here, and then this advice at the end. Yep. Is this a food scene? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is something you should learn as a Foodie Films podcaster. Right? To take a note, or what? To not make friends. Don't make friends with the chefs. To make friends with the chefs. 
They're going to give but you free are, shit. They are my friends. I, I, tr- I trust they'll never steer me wrong. <laughs> That's what they do. They just want you to write. Or, or yeah, s- record their... But you know what? You gladly will. Uh, I am... <laughs> I'm a whore. My price is cheap. <laughs> <laughs> a nice tour and a good meal. <laughs> To be a lawyer, <laughs> we got stash. Beautiful stash. Yeah. Assignment. <laughs> oh, he just sees such a excited kid. Probably like reminds him a little bit of his like pre pessimist self. <laughs> Thirty five dollars in nineteen seventy three is like. 200 bucks almost today. Yeah. That's one. That's crazy. And also for like a teenage kid, yeah. that's a lot. So of that's like, like so I think when, some people watch like, uh-huh, that's cute. But like, that's like, I would do a thousand words for 200 bucks easy right now. You know, I, a teenage I, kid. I remember, I mean, being in high school and like someone would be like, do this for 20 bucks. I'd be like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that meant a fun night out. That meant like a meal at the diner and like going, you know. Absolutely. To the movies. I love her dropping them off at this show. Yeah. Yeah, I love when she, well, we'll hear what she yells at him when she drops him off. <laughs> the family whistle. Did you have a family whistle? A Rodriguez no. whistle? No, I did not. You had a family whistle? No. Oh, I was going to say, I'm like, wow, this is something new. <laughs> now, is it just a sound, or is there a physical whistle? Yeah, oh, like, that's a family whistle. Yeah, okay. it's like... <laughs> It's like, you know, the Hunger Games. <laughs> this movie just had, because I'm just thinking of what's about to come, you know, introduction to the, to Penny and, uh, to Stillwater. This movie does just such a great job of its introduction to characters. Yeah. I mean, it's been, I don't know. Ten minutes into the movie, twelve, you know, fifteen minutes, and we're about to have met all of our main characters. And just great job. Yeah, most of them. I mean, I don't blame him for thinking Not that at all. Yeah, you know. I mean, does he has like a? No, he doesn't. Does he have a credential? No, he doesn't, and he's not on the list. Yeah. But also, he's a kid. Yeah, you know. I mean, the groupies are trying, sorry, band-aids, are trying to get in as well. Yeah. But they just know how to do it. I'm a journalist. (laughs) (laughs) How would you say that? What an iconic fashion look. Yeah. Like, even, because I think that even came back with this film. Yeah. But just her, her, like, fur trim jacket and yeah, those glasses. Cut off shirt underneath. <laughs> Would you be a groupie back in the day if you could? Um, yeah. <laughs> For, like, Blondie? For 
<laughs> like if by going by like what they just gave the definition yeah. of a groupie, like yeah. someone trying to sleep with someone famous. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton. Would you would you have been a groupie for Cindy Lauper? Yes. <laughs> or uh Oh god. You, you know who I uh from Better Off Dead. Oh E. G. Daly. Give me a blonde with a raspy voice. <laughs> that means you, Scarjo. <laughs> this is a... Uh, yeah, for a bulk. And we saw... Oh, so Pac-Man. nice. Penny takes William's hand. Literally into the journey that'll become the entire yeah, film. Into the belly of the beast. Who brought Opie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so sad. Movie's over. That, <laughs> that left out moment. I love it. The band showing up late. Yeah, like how it pulls into the shot. Yeah. Thank God we have the wide screen edition. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> been able to appreciate that. <laughs> the drummer that doesn't say anything till the airplane. <laughs> Jason Lee just has a great voice He really does Although they don't use his singing voice Well I don't know if he has a great singing voice No But like the line delivery wise Supposedly out of like the bands that inspired The um Greg Allman Would always ask Cameron Crowe, if he was a narc, and if he was an animal, the Jason <laughs> Lee characters, based on him. It's William proving his fan, not just fandom, his appreciation, his love. And, you know, he's kissing a little ass, too. Well, yeah, he's, he's, do, he's doing what, it's, it's William by his own, I mean, in a way, like, talents, but just, like, you know, his knowledge that's getting him in right now. So Everyone's been a kid, too. Everyone, yeah. like, sees him and understands. <laughs> I'm scary, <laughs> too, man. <laughs> that jacket looks like a golf pro. Uh, yeah. Look. <laughs> looks like Shooter McGavin. Yeah. He wants in, in a Happy Gilmore, but he doesn't get Just the looks of yeah. the people in the 70s. Red dog. I feel like your father has some friends who still look like this. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> I love their interviews at the beginning because they are like so conscious of what they're saying. Yeah. They're they're talking like they're reading out an article. <laughs> you know, trying to sound profound. And... <laughs> and they're also like all listening to one another yeah. and like rolling their eyes, but they all spew the same stuff. Yeah, it's BS. It's like it's yeah. it's it sounds good on paper, but it's such BS. Well, again, we learn it later. Yeah. And the I love later. <laughs> and the chicks are great. I sound like a dick. <laughs> hey, Cream. He works for Cream Magazine. That's exactly why they put that in there. Yeah. Shaving cream in the hair? Yeah, it's, you know, like a mousse, and also gives mm. it, like, the kind of dirty look. And 
Gotcha. Comes from a guy that used to have long hair but didn't win best hair. <laughs> you can listen to my hairspray episode to find out why Kyle didn't yeah. win best hair. I don't know the jacket. Aww. She got him a pass. Oh, but he has one already. Yeah. So she's useless. She, yeah. How old was Kate Hudson? I like when he introduces her. Yeah. The band, and like they obviously know each other. This is Penny Lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I get that it's not right, in a way. But how could you not being like a kid like that fall, fall in love? Fall in love with Penny Lane. Oh uh, yeah. You know. Oh, I've been in this like not this position, but like, but like, <laughs> it was like you toured it with a band <laughs> in the seventies. <laughs> but just meeting someone you're absolutely like mystified by, yeah. And like, and then and being of someone that you're attracted to, so it's just mm-hmm. yeah. They're both supposed to be sixteen. I mean, I know not really, but, but is she. But she keeps going down, so she's just saying it to make him like. I don't know how old she's supposed to be. She doesn't go down past 16. I hope she's not 16, because that makes things really gross. Yeah. Cause Russell, I didn't think about Russell, that. Russell's in his, like, mid-20s, at least. At least. I know <laughs> it was a different time, and it was a different time, but it's a little creepy. Do you like Billy Crudup? I love him. He There's something very charismatic about him, and I really wish he was in... Like, he's in some great things, and he does a great job. But, but he's never been a household name. No, and it's kind of a shit. Like, I really wish this was, like, a bigger, like, a breakout role for him. It is a great role of his, and people do recognize him for it. But, uh, yeah, it just, it should have been, I don't know. He, he's the one with the blue penis, right? Yes. In uh, Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> the Watchmen. Yes. The HBO but show. Who's watching? Yeah, <laughs> who's watching The Watchmen. Great shot, right? Like, it's obviously not... Yeah. 100% real, but it's great. Uh, it pulls him in, yeah. Ah, oh, so cool. This is exactly how I felt as an 8th grader being in the high school marching band <laughs> with a bunch of seniors. <laughs> felt so cool. You watch this and you're like, man, I should have like concentrated on my music more and just been in a band, even though like it maybe wouldn't have worked out. But... Yeah. In another life. That's why on past dating profiles, one of my lines was always like, film is my wife, music is my mistress. <laughs> the great. And it worked? I like this guy always announcing still It worked like 50% of the time, all the time. Yeah, Fever Dog, right? Yeah. And that's like their most famous song. Yeah. And this is one I read that Nancy wrote. Oh, okay. Yeah. But so, I'm sorry. So, Kate Hudson, at the time of this, was... The when the movie came out, 21, so like 21 filming this. Scratching it, I'm back to... I love how he scratches. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't want to know. So, he's 20, 21? Okay. Yeah. And, then let's see. And, uh... Patrick was three years young, so he's like 17 when they made That's kind of accurate to what they're supposed to be. Yeah. 
Have you ever been backstage for a Not rock a, a concert, real concert, no. Yeah. Our friend Wesley Vino. <laughs> you know, plays shows and I've been backstage. So. Fucking wish I could play like bass or guitar. My fingers are just <laughs> too stupid. You have butcher's hands. What's that? You have butcher's hands. I have butcher's <laughs> Munich. Who do you see? <laughs> in the background. They have history. Ew, even like she was around last summer? How young was she then? I, that's the whole thing. I don't think, because what does she start out by saying? That she's 18 or 17? and then not. she but I hope not. See, you know, they're completely treating him like he's a journalist, which must feel so awesome to him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great outfit she's wearing. Too. Uh, yeah. Ooh, red dog. <laughs> the wheel. <laughs> he plays a really good awkward teenager. Yeah. Uh, the love triangle is beginning (laughs) yeah I mean he's not really really in the love triangle no but I think it's more uh, what's his name his girlfriend and then her he sure is he's not in the Soho love triangle (laughs) So, deep sorry, cut. Deep cut <laughs> to the super bad episode of High School Slumber Party. Yeah, plug him, plug in my show a lot today. You're welcome. That's for all my f- f- foodie films. <laughs> you didn't have a foodie film spread when I came here today. No, you always nice. just take a beer out of my fridge. <laughs> Someone's got to drink them. Yeah, it's true. I like how they play with heights here, because he's, like, a little above the ramp. I mean, higher on the ramp, you know? Yeah. Okay. Fun thing about that little exchange right there, when he says, ask me again. Yeah. That is actually um, Patrick asking Kate, ask me again. Oh, cool. And they kept and it Cameron Crowe decided... That's fun. Yeah. Happy accident. Right? Like, because is he even just, he didn't say like, oh, can you ask me again? He's like, yeah. ask me again. Like, yeah. it was like almost like an... In uh, character. Yeah. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Wayne's World 2. It's just like, yeah, my mom dropped me off at the... <laughs> yeah, I'm from Cicero. I'm from Cicero. Maybe we'll talk about that on our Chris Farley podcast. Lifestyle. Sears, yeah. <laughs> and the chicks are great, right? I love how that's like a, a joke line. But... <laughs> Shag carpet. It wasn't for my asthma. 
I kind of have a shag rug. You have a shag rug, but I mean, no offense to you guys with carpet out there, but rarely does anyone have wall-to-wall carpet anymore. Yeah. It's kind of a dying thing. It's just so hard to clean. You just vacuum. I mean... No, like, but, you know, like... Spill if you, something. If, if yeah, you, you spill, like, got, wine or if something. If you got an all-carpet house, that is definitely has to be, like, a shoes-off-when-you-enter kind of household. Yeah, because... You know? Ah, uh, that's such a cool line. Ooh. See, like, you and I now, being in our early 30s, would yes. totally be able to be like, okay, there's history here. Yeah. Him being like a young guy, he's like, oh, okay. He's, yeah. He said, you know. Yeah, he's OP. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't oh, it's a, yeah, Jay Baruchel. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Jay Baruchel. But isn't the guy that just said Penn, isn't that Peter Frampton? Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. I forgot Jay Baruchel. Have you seen The Bridge? <laughs> McConaughey? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're so young, though. Like, okay, I, I don't know, we're not supposed to call them groupies, but... I... If I was a rock musician, I would be pretty uncomfortable with groupies. Who are they supposed to be? Sonny and Cher? Or, no. Or like... Because she looks a lot like Cher, but that guy doesn't look like Sonny. No, yeah. Uh... <laughs> See, like... Well, you want to yeah. party with like a kid like that? He's a good make yeah. a fucking blong, but b- blowing a blong. <laughs> oh, I'm so uncool. <laughs> There's sometimes I think like a young. Michael Manzi was like a Jay Baruchel. <laughs> like, Michael Manzi of the Third Times of Charm podcast and the Cage yeah. Club Podcast Network. Ah, uh, and then Anna Paquin truly enlightens him into the, sh- the charade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. I'm the, I'm, I know I keep just like looking at people's age, uh, but... Uh, you're an ageist. Cause, no, I'm just curious, because Billy Crudup, like, while he does look older, he does look young there, so I'm just I'm curious. Hmm. Like, it it makes, it interests me when all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, yeah, him at that time, like, he's younger than I am now, but I look at him and I'm still like, oh, he, he's older than me. You know? <laughs> oh no, I definitely feel that way, because also when the first time I saw this movie. Yeah. She, Anna Paquin seems like she's into him. Maybe she, like, told him that, because... Well, it's true. Yeah. But also to be like, she hey, you came with her. Is one of the women that deflowers him. I think so. I guess we'll see. Yeah. And all these people are ben based Fon- on real people. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, ben Fontoura is yeah, very much a real editor. Dwight from The Office. <laughs> Rain Wilson. Yeah. He actually worked at Rolling Sun at the time. Yeah, prior to the beach farm. You want to know a funny relation? Sure. So Ben Fong Torres was roommates with, um, I don't remember who, but someone in the grassroots. 
and Creed, oh, Creed yeah. Bratton on The Office is in the grassroots. Yeah. <laughs> they even, like, bring that up on an episode. Of, that he's in the grassroots, yeah. right? Yeah. I think. So... Uh, Billy Crudup was, like, 31 when this movie... Oh, really? Yeah, he looks Ooh. good. He looks great. He even looks great now, if he was 31 then. Yeah. He was born in 1968. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> well, I know it. My woman. Oh, my lady. Sorry. <laughs> He's like in pretty good shape right now. He's got the That's little little paunch, but like he's yeah, he's not. He's certainly not like a twig, but he was never a twig, you know. Yeah, and certainly like when he's really young, but like yeah, I like I like the shape he's in now. Yeah. You could have like Lester Bang type hair. I could, but the people who love me around me won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> What are, you, what are you doing right now? <laughs> I love that. I remember, like, again, it's just like, oh, you're then you're just like so uncool. It like goes into the whole, don't wear the band T-shirt to the concert. Yeah, but I remember again going back and mentioning uh, uh, our friend Wesley Vina the day after Weezer's Maladroit album came out. Um, I was listening to it in the morning in like, you know, B Hall, upstairs B Wing. And he's like, Oh, what are you listening to? I'm like, Maladroit. And he's like, oh, he's like <laughs> And he's like, I listened to it three times in a row last night, but like, I'm not going to bring it to school. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> so just a little, I, I guess, Easter egg. I don't know if a lot of people realize, but the name of the tour is the almost famous tour. Yes. Which obviously, there's a name. I mean, there's a reason that. The movie's named that, but it's also... Cameron Crowe wanted the movie to be named Untitled. I gotcha. And DreamWorks wouldn't allow it. I think Almost Famous is better. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Jason Lee's great. Like, his suspiciousness. Yeah. He has, in in this film, a... Almost like a a rodent-like quality. (laughs) I love the writing of the, you know, the different locations. Yeah. And tell you, like, what hotel. Like, that was a big, like, you know, like they were saying before, you know, just what hotel they were going to. And, oh, you've heard of that place? And um, this is from, uh, what's the... Fa- oh, Eric Stone Street, yeah, yeah from uh, pets. Modern Family. Yeah. <laughs> from Pets. <laughs> <laughs> Something that comes up again later in the movie. <laughs> Sheldon, his name's Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> a 
like they have such a great frenemy relationship. Yes. Um, why, why am I forgetting their names? Jeff and Jeff BB, yeah. yeah. And uh, what's his name? Billy Crudup. Uh, you said it before. I know. I did say it before. Russell. Russell. Yeah. They have such a frenemy relationship. Like they're they're trying to like undermine each other here. Well, th- re- but Russell, like while he like obviously is like pro- th- like maybe the most talented person in the band. Like, he's, like, isn't trying to be the front man, but that's also what the marketing and, like, the studio and the label sees. Yeah, but when you get him in an intimate moment, it's very clear that he knows he's the most talented person in the band. Go away. (laughs) I'm in too truthful mood. That's what he says, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame them. How do you not get ingrained with people if you're traveling with them? It's very hard. Oh yeah, to just to just stay a fly on the wall and oh, great, great phone conversation. <laughs> yeah. Is this Mary with the pot? <laughs> <laughs> answers. <laughs> it, like, confirmed all her worst fears. Yeah. Even though he's a good kid, it doesn't seem like he's doing anything, you know? And just even what she says back to her for assurance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's because I don't know him that much at this point. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm sure for them a lot of times men then just backstage, rock concert, you know. True. It's more in comparison to other people. Yeah. (laughs) 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 She's good. Yeah, like in is. general, but in this movie, she's she's good. Penny Lane loves her her crop tops. Yeah, I don't think she ever covers her belly button. Which whatever, yeah. she can do what she wants. I'm just saying. I love his shirt, uh, Russell. Yeah. Is this uh, where are they again? Phoenix or Tempe? Tempe. Yeah. <laughs> I look at his vulnerability. Yeah, you know. but then he just has—he's like such a good like grin, like or not even a grin, but like just like come on, like he's very—he's—he's uh, he's conniving too. Yeah, yeah. different. Like maybe even worse than he's Jeff. In, and then he's like, "Listen, don't rat us out with the girls." Yeah, he's um he's more secure in himself than Jeff is. Jeff is really insecure. Yes. Because Russell knows that he's the most talented. Yeah. Dad. But he's okay. So he, I think he feels, yeah, he's the most talented, and he's almost doing them a favor by staying in the band. Yeah. He doesn't like. Uh, he might outright say it at some point, but he doesn't outright say it. I think this happens a lot in bands too. Like one guy gets singled out. 
Yeah, I mean, and uh, clearly, uh, that, that's a bit that that's like what was happening in uh, Queen, but at the same time, yeah, but Queen is like Freddy, like uh, you know, this is more like a Led Zeppelin, right? Like, oh yeah, you got your Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, yeah, or uh, the Who, uh, the, or um, uh, Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Even in some ways, Beatles with McCartney and Lennon. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. That's like the original. Now we see like Ringo and Harrison for what they are. But at the yeah. time, it was like... It was much... Yeah, it was very... I mean, known as Lennon-McCartney. Yeah. You know, like... Have you ever followed a band on tour? Just Aerosmith? Just... Yeah. <laughs> Steven Tyler... Have you ever gone to more than one show on a tour of a, of a musician? No. I haven't. I know Joey Lewandowski has. Joey Lewandowski of multiple uh, shows on the Case Club Podcast Network. Yeah. I think he went to a lot of Radiohead. Ooh, gets oh, this is when he gets electrocuted. Yeah. It's funny because this style, this, this movie came out in 2000, but like what they're wearing got popular again yeah. in like the 2000s, like the first Even decade. like, I mean, at least the facial hair. Maybe not facial the hair. hair, but no, like the ringer shirts, yeah. you know? Not long hair, because I think long hair takes commitment. <laughs> yeah. Which no one has today. <laughs> Look who that is. Who? I can't see. Who is it? Mark Marin. Oh, Mark Marin. Okay. Who we brought up recently on, uh, you know, PSI Still because of his interview of, uh, oh my Amy God. Amy Sedaris. Thank you, Amy Sedaris. <laughs> and it's Mark Marin, and he says, coming up, lock the gates, and that's something he uses a lot on his podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I love this as a trailer <laughs> moment. I specifically remember this from the yeah. trailer. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> little side note, have you ever traveled with a hat like that? Not like a cap. It's tough to travel with a hat. you got to pretty much always be wearing it. Yeah. Like a cowboy hat yeah, or yeah, like yeah. a fedora or something. I want to get a go. I'm about to... Uh, be in Austin for work for the uh, iHeart Country Awards. You're yeah. a big country guy. So I'm not, but I do like a good hat. <laughs> and uh, so you get a hat box, you know, supposed to yeah. carry the hat, but you might as well wear it at that point. What like back, imagine <laughs> back in the days where like like that you could have a hat box for travel, and, like, <laughs> like now like you pay for every single little freaking bag. See, creepy line here. Yeah. High school slumber party. And that guy's just kind of creepy looking. <laughs> oh. You should start a, a segment for your show of famous high school scenes from not high school <laughs> movies, like how I do famous food scenes. But this, from you said this counts as a high school movie. Yeah, I know, but that just reminded me. Usually, like, creeper moments, though. <laughs> Good point, yeah. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. 
awkward. Why involve him? <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, she's young too. That's the whole. You know. On my show, High School Slumber Party, whenever I like have a hard question, I answer it by saying, "I did stupid shit in high school too." <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you're that young, you say when you're that young, things. and then even st- even still, like I mean, that's I mean, most romantic comedies deal with moments like this, and de- you know, depicting people obviously older than these two, but just the p- two that are friends and the one totally using him as. Uh, you know, the buffer and is the... Uh... Actually, I think they said it on, to bring a reference to Zoe Deschanel's show, a new girl, after she and the character, like, Nick dated, then she was using him as, like, a boyfriend, like, fluffer. Because like, <laughs> she was just kind of, like, seeing someone just for sex, but then using Nick to, like, build furniture and stuff like that. <laughs> and he was the, the boyfriend fluffer. Uh, leaving Jeff behind, his insecurities are, like, <laughs> rising more. Do you remember when you fell asleep on the subway? Yes. And it was like a bunch of us, and we left the train and went to the next car over so that you woke up like alone in the middle of, the, you know, like like a station or two later and freaked out. <laughs> Man, I had a moment worse than that in Croatia. I'm in Croatia, and we just did like a day excursion somewhere that like we were sailing everywhere, and then we would take, we took a, I'll be a stop. You don't want to save that story for the talented Mr. Ripley? That's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. seem though that like uh like parents who are like her always wind up having kids who, yeah where this happens uh, too yeah. you know <laughs> but yeah when i was in uh croatia we went on a day excursion and everyone i went to the back of the bus and like we we're doing like outdoor activities all day so we we're exhausted and I fell asleep and no one saw me. And then all of a sudden the bus, like, I turn around. All of a sudden, I, I, like, I, I wake up and I see the bus is empty and he's, the guy's driving and go up and the guy doesn't speak a lick of English. And I'm just like, how do I get back? And he's like, just like, he's like, points to like a bus sign on the other side of the street. And he's, and you know, points like, you know, oh, you gotta go that way. And I went back and everyone was eating dinner together. I'm just like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it was only like 20 of us and we all became like friends by that point. That's and, funny. Yeah. Oh, the merch. Look at the merch here. Yeah. That's really bad. It is. That is really bad. Like, the two got like... If their faces were clear, it wouldn't be as bad. Yeah. (laughs) I'd still sell them because I want to recoup the money, but... Like, he knows what's coming. (laughs) (laughs) it makes me think of uh 
Dewey Cox. It's like, oh, I think there's a riff in the Beatles. Yeah, he's such a guy. Oh, they didn't mention. Oh, Mick and Keith, we didn't bring that one up. Yeah. But they're they're still playing together. True. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I love this speech. Because you know he's said it to himself in the yeah. shower so many yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. Or like to like some band-aid or, <laughs> or even a groupie. <laughs> and he literally says that you can print. Yeah. And should allow him to. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) I thought it was like what? Like where did that come from? But, you know, artist, musician, all fragile. They're all fragile. Yeah. Fragile egos. (laughs) (laughs) I totally would have done that, too. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest parts of the movie, I think. Yes. But I want some of this real. I think when we did this originally, I said, like, he was the weakest part of the film. Yeah. And, you know, watching it now, I don't really think that, because I don't think he was in really in a position... To be in high school. <laughs> you wish. Because you didn't have a van in high school. I didn't have a van then. That's correct. You never had long hair with a van, so... That would have been a good combo. Would have been, yeah. Real... And that, that's like the kicker for him. Yeah. I love when he goes enter that. Are you still mad? That seems. <laughs> who um who was this based on? Robert Plant. The, like he did this. I'm with a golden Robert god. Plant? No, no, he didn't experience this with anybody. Oh. Okay. It was just like it's a story that Robert Plant was at a hotel 
on su- Sunset Sunset Strip and said like the whole I'm a golden god thing. Oh, so there wasn't like ever an excursion with I thought I read that that maybe not the I'm a golden god, but like he went to a house party oh, with maybe. one of the musicians. I didn't read that. <laughs> oh, I love what this. What it's all about. Because to these kids, he's really a philosopher. Oh yeah. He's come to visit them. And the way they're looking at him, like he knows like he has all the answers. Yeah. And uh, Russell's playing the part. He's not like, man, I don't, you know. I love the kids. (laughs) (laughs) I love his reaction to him. (laughs) Yes! So this is a high school party. Yeah, I think I think so. <laughs> what? Oh, it's over, Daddy. Oh God. <laughs> There's some bad red rub licorice. <laughs> what a crazy time. Oh, man. Oh, God. He tries to be deep, right? Yeah. Oh, that's what it says. The arms, yeah, a, just fingers spread yeah. out, just absolute joy. Oh, this is where he tries to be deep. It's more like he's on ecstasy than acid. <laughs> I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> really cutting back to that one kid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say I, if I if I'm a the kid, I would just jump in after him too cuz that would I'd be really afraid of that. I love just a, a fucking rock tour bus. Yeah, they have sub- <laughs> Suburb streets. <laughs> this is my family now. <laughs> this is this is like a scary moment for uh William. When, like, someone you idolize. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not exactly comforting. No. <laughs> I heard the plow. I never caught that. <laughs> I love Dick's hat, by the way. Yeah. We were talking about hats. It's very much like a, uh, like a cavalry. Robert Duvall. Yeah, uh, a cavalry hat. Yeah. Oh, we're getting the famous scene. Doris. Doris. I always forget the boss's name. What is this guy from, Dick? Mm. You ever seen him in anything? He looks like Michael Sheen. I could see that. Like you said, iconic scene. Yeah. Do you like... I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Do you like when characters sing songs together in films? That's not like a musical. I mean, I, uh, I like it in this scene. I don't, Do I you personally some, like group singing? Do I personally like group singing? Sometimes the camaraderie bothers me. Uh, I guess it all depends on how it's executed. <laughs> Like, I like it when they're doo-wopping around a fire can in Rocky. <laughs> fair, Take fair, it back. fair. Yeah. Sly's brother. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do you like when it goes from, what is it called, diegetic to... To non-diegetic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess in this situation, I mean, it definitely was non-diegetic... But now it's supposed to be, even before they start singing, it became diegetic, and now it's like super diegetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's hair is so smooth. The yeah, the drummer. I don't like it. <laughs> ben, I'm not a big fan of bangs in general, but bangs on men. I, don't know. I have bangs, technically. But like, not like, that's like, <laughs> like framing the face. Like, like cut bangs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is my least. That is what I don't like when it happens. When in it movies. skips ahead, yeah, a big thing that happened in fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Too. <laughs> like it's such a great part of the song, but oh how it feels so real lying here. The bridge is one of the best one. bridges yeah. I can think of. You know, I don't like group singing like this. Because what do you do after? Well, <laughs> actually, this is how I remember you don't like group singing. Because I'd always try to get us to sing Bohemian Rhapsody on the like, class trip school buses. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But it, is a, but it was a perfect example of what music is for a lot of people. Or at least for those people. It's, it is, it's their band-aid. It is their... Connective tissue is absolutely what absolutely. they're all in it for. Wait, the great, great quote she's gonna say. Yeah. Oh, I, I, it's after this. Greenville, Tennessee. Yes. Great yeah, shirt. shirt. Again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is yeah, great advice. <laughs> a think piece. I love Williams 
voice when he speaks to Ben. Yeah, yeah. Ben <laughs> he knows exactly what he wants. He'll wet himself. <laughs> oh, and here's another stiff flower opie. God, I mean, I can imagine the nightmare of having to write something on tour. All those distractions. It's the flower of the kid. She's like the same age. <laughs> but I think he's so much of a Oh, kid. what an awkward moment for him. Is that awkward for you? I've never been in a bathroom while, uh, you know, a, uh, a woman has relieved, <laughs> relieved herself. That's correct. I like her hat. Yeah, it's fun. It's like... <laughs> Nordic retreat. It's true. He is. Awesome. I'd be like, done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And Swingos, like, that's a, and that's like why I wish I was like, there's, I don't know, there's just like such a cool, I'm sure like when people are just like, oh, like we're staying at the Ace Hotel, you know, but I don't know, there's just. Rock's dead. Exactly, it is. this, This kind of rock is dead. Rock and roll. Like touring bands, and it's not the most popular thing anymore. Obviously, there's rock bands. But no, and bands that are. To- this was a time where, like, there, and there because w- there wasn't as many hotels to stay at, so like multiple bands were staying at the same hotels. Yeah, you know, like. That's uncomfortable. I, <sighs> he's clearly willing. I want. I want to be clear. like he's fighting, but he's like. Well, he is willing. He's William. <laughs> Shut up. <Sorry. laughs> Like he's play fighting, but I I, I don't I want to make it clear that he he's not like being, as I see this now, yeah, I he's mean, not being taken advantage of. I mean, he's no, he's a little bit being taken advantage. So of. you're calling this a rape? We're watching an underage rape on screen. Uh, slightly, yeah, because I, I don't want to think that, and that makes me a little uncomfortable. I think it's a bit like look at it. I mean, I. I don't, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's his first time in, like, three women that are, like, I don't know. It just, it seems a bit more forceful than, like, what should then be, you know. But at this point, he's not saying, no, stop, you know. A lot of people, like, have had experiences where, like, No, no, just, no of like, course, I'm, of course. I'm not arguing that, but I think, so you are going I, on the record just the fact saying, that they're even doing it, because, like, to quote the girl, she's Bored. Like I get that. I get so you're going on the record and saying this is a sexual assault scene. Yes. Okay. I mean, I don't necessarily agree. I think he's nervous, but I think he's interested there. You know, I'm not gonna because then that would really take the movie down a peg for me a lot. <laughs> I like though, like he like reacts like get a hold of yourself, man, because he thinks he's like married yeah. and stuff. We have one hundred Hansen. Which, 
uh, Cameron Crowe worked for Rolling Stone. Yeah. But I think he wrote for Cream, too, at the beginning as well. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> he wet his pants. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> someone gets the cover, how many pages did they get? Did they say that? It was 3,000 originally, and I bet they at least added 1,000 words, so it's at least 4,000. And how many words a page is that usually? I mean, it depends how they lay it out. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, covers, See? cover stories are pretty Use them for sex and then guilt them into doing long. <laughs> and that girl doubled down because she was part of it in the beginning. I think that's why he's looking that way. <laughs> Creeper. <laughs> it makes me think of dorm room days when just like at the end of the night struck out with a girl and then you're walking I'm walking down the dorm room hall, getting ready to go back to like my room and then you just hear like Someone having a good time on the other side of the door, and you're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do in those cases? Went to my room and was very lonely. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant your like roommate was having a good time and like you couldn't come No, in. just like another like gotcha, door I was gotcha. passing by. <laughs> no, I never had like the cliche like had to deal with the you put the sock on the door or anything like that, you know. Any of those <laughs> Cause then like, yeah, what do you the two do? times I shared a room my roommate had a girlfriend and tended to be at her place. Gotcha. Cleveland. Bowie fans. Wow. This, not, I haven't, like, thought about that in a while. Like, the fact of sharing a room. Oh, it's a Nick Swartzen. <laughs> but, yeah. What era Bowie is that supposed to be? Because it's a very weird-looking Bowie the brief second we see him. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Whoa. Yeah. There's... I forgot there was toplessness from Kate Hudson in this film. Yes, there is. I'm surprised. <laughs> Ugh, what a nightmare, like, for the mom. I get it. Oh, this is the Russell on the phone moment. <laughs> oh yeah, great moment. Because <laughs> he think he like a lot of people like Russell. He definitely thinks he's hot shit. He thinks he could cure this moment by like. Well, yeah, he's got like the Eddie Haskell quality to it. Like, <laughs> like this, like the like his smile and looks will solve everything. Although I mean, right now he's on a phone, but his charm. I should, I guess. But he's also so worshipped in that community. Yes. That he thinks almost the whole world should treat William, him like that. William actually looks like taller than him. Yeah. It's weird, right? Because it, it changes in different scenes. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like the mom 
totally knows what's going on. Uh-oh. <laughs> the holodeck decadence. <laughs> Was anyone nominated for this film? No. Uh, or, no, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say no, because I know it only won Best Screenplay, but I can see if it was nominated for anything else. I think it was nominated for a bunch of stuff, so let's see. I wonder if she was nominated for, like, Supporting Actress. Francis. Nominee. Um. Yes, both her and Kate Hudson. Oh, wow, Kate Hudson, too. Supporting. Uh, Cameron Crowe won for screenplay. Uh, it was nominated for best and nominated for best editing. Interesting. So not picture, not. That is interesting. <laughs> and then the r- repeat joke of. Like you said, Eric uh, Stone. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah. Your mom kind of freaked me out. <laughs> it's like it's it's not much to William anymore. Yeah, he's been hearing it his whole life. Yeah, he's freaking out by Rolling Stone and the pressures that come <laughs> with that. Not. I always liked this song. I don't yeah. know why. And this is clearly not Jason Lee singing. No. But I like it. It's like Jeff definitely wrote this song for him to be like spot spotlight on. Yeah. Let's see. Broken Blues. I wish they gave him a voice that sounded more like his voice, if that makes sense. Yeah, because he has that, yeah! Yeah, yeah. Like, which is a good rock voice. Like, yeah. I don't know if he can carry the tune or whatever, but great shirt. I mean, I can't even imagine the feeling like that being on stage and people... Getting are just... people off. Because, <laughs> I mean, he, like... While it might be conceded that, like, that's what he does and he's the hardest working person, like, that's what a good musician is. Like, you're, you are tr- trying to get everyone and then you're, like, you do see those people that aren't enjoying themselves and at least it does have an effect on you, you know, as far as. It, it reminds me of the crowd at our PSI Love Hoffman finale live <laughs> show. <laughs> Oh, here we go, Mr. Jimmy Fallon. Spoiler, jeez. There's so many people watching for the first time with us. Don't watch it this way for the first <laughs> time, people. Interesting. So Hoffman... Uh, Colbert is in Strange of the Candy, right? The movie? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Hoffman's in that, very briefly. Sure. And he's with Fallon here. Not Again, not sharing scenes, in, I think, either. We're just saying, like... They're both the talk show hosts. Oh. 
I don't think it's a Jimmy Kimmel film. No. Or uh, what's the guy? What a g- <laughs> <laughs> what's the guy? Corbin, James Corbin. He's an actor. Yeah. Will Forte tried out for that role. Interestingly. Oh really? Another SNL. Um... Fallon had more of a name at the time, and probably obviously still today. Um, well, I love Will Forte though. Yeah. He clearly, but he just, I mean, knows exactly what he's talking about. He reminds me of, like, Jimmy Fallon in the cowbell sketch. (laughs) He's not laughing. (laughs) Or looking at the camera. Or or just ruining everything. (laughs) (laughs) I love the collar over the jacket. Yeah. (laughs) I want to show this is the Jeff Beebe band. Yeah. Let me see if that exists. <laughs> and if so, a lucky listener will win the shirt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the Jeff Beebe band. People have made them. The Jeff Beebe band. That's cool. <laughs> and he Another still is in his late 70s. <laughs> it's not like the Rolling Stones are alive and touring. <laughs> Wayne's World too. Yeah. <laughs> the war's over, they've won. It's true. Yeah. This is a little, like, you know, your typical, like, movie dream girl kind of thing. Yeah. Supposedly this is Cameron Crowe's favorite scene. Really? Yes. Huh. That's interesting. Just that? Her dancing like that? For That's a what I read, yeah. Okay. <laughs> has been the heart and soul of the band since the, yeah. the, the Jeff Beebe band. Yeah. Oh, that you mean that quote that he said just a minute <laughs> ago? Uh, and this is when... But, yeah. They win her for her in a case of Heineken. I don't know if these are supposed to be the Eagles or just the Eagles managers. He says, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. But, like, they look also like yeah. they would be in the Eagles. Definitely. And one of them is for Humble Pie. I know that. Yeah. Okay, who? Gotcha. <laughs> ah, brother! Red Dog. <laughs> Red Dog's a Muppet. Yeah. yeah. And Red Dog was in that show, Christopher Titus's show. Oh, really? <laughs> he played his younger brother. What's the Muppet band name? Uh, God, oh, God. No, this. don't, don't, yeah, don't say, um, <laughs> it's the, oh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric... Machine, right? I think... Is it Machine or those Mayhem? Electric, electric Mayhem. Yeah, I think electric it, Mayhem. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> what a, a kid's, like, you know, like, Muppets bad. It's like an Electric Mayhem. Uh, so they got Penny Lane for $50 and a case of Heineken. Yeah. And again, $50 is more I mean, back then, but still. That was a premium imported beer. That's a good point, too. 
And it's all managers, and it's... Um, and real-life Peter Frampton. Yeah, but it's Russell. <laughs> Russell's there yeah. to almost ensure the transaction goes well. And he, he, like, says it here. Yeah. And I hate to call it a transaction, but it's true. Well, that's what they're treating it as, so yeah. He needs to... Uh, you Before know, New York. He needs to get her lost, essentially, because his girlfriend's joining him. Yeah. yeah Ad- advice to young musicians out there. Look, if you love somebody, fine. But it's very, very hard. Guys and girls out there, I would say. In this kind of environment, to have a girlfriend and then this... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I would imagine it's probably better to be single on the road. For sure. That's a tough lifestyle. I remember once for the Twister episode, you asked me favorite, like, film vehicles. Because yeah. of the barning... The, the, bur- the burning barn. Burning. The barning. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, horrible today. But the the burning barn, right? Isn't that the, the so barn burner? The barn burner. burner. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? Is yep. the name of the sh- of the short bus that yeah. PSH drives in Twister? That's a great film vehicle. And then I'm holding I'm holding a picture of Electric Mayhem bus. Oh, nice yeah. from the Muppet movie. The Muppet movie. Ugh, so awkward. Now he's involved in like this love triangle. Oh. Don't be a dick about it, you know? Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but he's a kid. He's yeah, a kid. exactly. He's a kid. His feelings have been hurt, you know. He's getting the runaround from, like, Russell. That's worse. I, I, like, there's no reason his feelings should be hurt here. I get it. He's a kid. But, like, he, she never promised him anything. She promised him Morocco. <laughs> fair. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm the the enemy. (laughs) The most naive statement ever said. But it's good because, like, he seems naive. He seems like the kid. She seems like the expert. Yeah, and and then then we're reminded. Yeah, that she's just a kid. More or less the same, yeah. They are, they're very, they're mirrored in their, you know, age slash, you know, like... Naivete, whatever. (laughs) However it's said. Their love of the music, but just, obviously, hers transcends into a a physical love. She got a little too emotionally involved. And it's, like, similar advice, probably, to, uh, that our main man, Phillips Moore Hoffman, gives, you know? Yeah. Like, don't fall in love with them, don't become their friends. If you're there for the music, you're there for the music. Obviously, William needs it more because it's a job. Not that he needs the job, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Have you been in a plane that size? No. I don't think I've been in a plane that small. Smallest kind of plane I've ever been in is like two seats on either side. Why am I pissed off? Tell me. Because they're heading towards... Queens. Queens. But then they show that, you know. (laughs) Wrong orientation on the bridge. Also, you know, Queensboro Bridge in a lot of films. One of the Batmans, right? Yeah. Spider-Man. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. The opening of Taxi. 
Stark Tower behind there. <laughs> they moved upstate. That's why I said Stark Tower. Is it is it back to being Stark Tower? No, because then he was like selling it in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> the way they present her, I'm not like 100% happy with the way they present her, but it is funny. Wesley! I like how we learn later that they have history. Yes. <laughs> She's dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever have a son. But if I have a son, I don't want him to be that obsessive with anything. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, I'd be happy with... Like. <laughs> no, you know, like, I mean, look, he he's young, he's innocent. I don't want him going to the parties, though, at that age. No, yeah. At least William's, like, writing about it and being, like, using it for a sake. I don't know. There's Dwight again. <laughs> Annie Leibovitz. Wow. I uh, love the way he says how they have this machine. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little... Like, it's funny, but it's a little silly. 18 minutes a page. No, oh, it's just... It's... Since it's like his semi-autobiography, you know, it's just like he probably is looking at it at that point and, you know. But sometimes lines like that are like really like lip service like. Oh, yeah. you see that young that young kid Kennedy's running? I wonder what he'll be. You know, like I hate like <laughs> lines like that in movies. They'll never make it to the moon. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay, that's like a good. That's a good moment. Like, yeah. Look, if I'm them though, and I get it eventually. You know how they don't want all their secrets or whatever. The only thing I'm stopping is like theoretically, if I'm in this situation, it's like the unfaithful thing. You know. Yeah. I'm like, don't put that in. Everything else, we said it. It's yeah. Real. Everything else is like good rock star publicity. Like, like oh my god, it shows us as vulnerable. Yeah. Whatever. The one time Jason Lee actually sings. Oh, I love, love what's about to happen. Like, one of my... I'm not working out, but theoretically, if I was working out, one of my motivations would to be, like, skinny so I can wear 70s clothes. Because 70s clothes look best on skinny people. Yes. This is my favorite part. This is your favorite part of the movie. Like, the, uh, uh, a favorite part. <laughs> All the guys, well, we just kind of missed it. All the guys just being like, with me, with me, with me. The I am Spartacus moment. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but you could easily, sorry, like, you could have easily have sold that, like, oh, she knows us all from back in the day, you know? Yeah. And like, let me say hi to her. I feel so, like, she, you know, got a little dressed up, like, kind of more 
quote adult. You yeah, know, like. yeah. William warned her though. Yeah. But she even said earlier he has a girl. I understand. I'm not saying she shouldn't be upset, <laughs> but like she 100 no, percent just by going there, just like like you know. Did you notice the eyebrow raise he just gave? Jason Lee just gave uh, the girlfriend. Yeah, he, like I've never noticed that before. Like he's like, hey. <laughs> and this is when he. Oh, this. That 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 almost that him looking in the cab right there and that guy almost felt like it should have been like a cameo kind of uh yeah. part for somebody like Cameron Crow in, in it or whatever. Maybe it was. Yeah. I know what he looks like. I love this Elton John song. <laughs> right. I mean I, I was like, eh, Elton John uh biopic, but you you said something the other day on air that like sold me. You said it was the guy who, like, finished the Queen movie, I think, or something like that? Yeah, the guy that directed Eddie the Eagle. Okay. So, uh, you know, I'm willing... I like I like Elton John's music. And it just looked... The trailer just looks more, you know, artistically driven than stupid Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> but this scene is... It's obviously very, very sad, but there's such a... One of my favorite musicians... A song is used by him in the scene, uh, in such a such a beautiful song used in such a kind of like sad and depressing kind of creepy way. What song is that? Ma Cherie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stevie Wonder. Yes. Stevie. Little Stevie. And this is one of the band's rooms, right? Like she didn't just get a suite. I think she just. No, this is one... No, because they never... Well, all the groupies, sorry, Band-Aid stuff is there. Yeah. But, yeah, it wasn't... I think it's a different place than the band was staying. No, 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 not Stillwater. I think it's another band. Oh. Like, it might have been Deep Purple or or one of the other bands they mentioned. Humble Pie. Yeah. Oh, he's missing. Oh, his graduation, I forgot. I like how they even incorporate rock into the graduation back then. Yeah, it was like the man trying to be cool. <laughs> we know what the kids want. So are we 100% saying this is a high school film? Now that we're watching it together. you were I was on the fence. You always said yes. I always said yes. And, I, uh, and you still think so by watching it now. Yeah. Fair. It's a... It's a I mean... It's about a high schooler. We get it. It takes place scenes. during his high school career, and it's about a high schooler, and just like but leaving li- living a very different life. Yeah. Oh, how do you answer that? Well, he does. I'm gonna be like he does, but it's complicated, and he's a jerk. <laughs> um, you should forget about him. Yeah. But don't take advantage of her, please. Sorry, I'm talking to William now. Yeah. You know when you're growing up and everybody's like, oh, they have to pump this girl's stomach, or they pumped his stomach. Yeah. Like, I never knew, like, what it was, really, until, like, I saw this movie. And it's scary. And it's... 
Obviously, some people still have to get that done, but I feel like it was definitely a bigger part of the culture back then. Well, yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not in the rock scene, but uh, a little creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if this one stands. Yeah, the test. But I mean, he just—it was brief. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna defend it. I'm happy it was brief, rather than. <clears throat> This guy always made me feel really hot. I don't mean hot in a sexy way, but he's wearing like that thick sweater. <laughs> and he's like running around. Emily, they said her name. But it could, oh, it could be fake. He. They ask him. Oh, okay. And he says Emily. Right? Yeah. Oh, what a nightmare, too, to have to force. Oh, yeah. The tube yeah. down. I'm one who likes when music's used ironically. You are? Yeah. Okay. You know, I... I, There's a beautiful song in, like, a disgusting moment. I hope we, like, I... Sometimes sometimes they are, like, a song will be used too on the nose in an ironic way, like... Yeah, I, I can see that. I hope he's not, like, saying, like... Do you think is he's like love struck here? Is that what they're trying to show? I th- no, because it's he's not exactly like I can't really tell what he, it's just like. Oh, this is what I've. I think no, because after this, it's like no more romantic feels. Like I think, yeah. it's just, I think it kind of broke the spell. Gotcha. That song is used in uh, a lot in uh, Silver Linings Playbook. It's um, like his trigger song. Yeah. I didn't like that movie. Like, I think I told you this, but I hated it when it came out. Um, I've given it a couple other watches, and I like it a lot more. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, I just didn't like it. I, like, I I hated, uh, what's it called? The two leads, like, the way they were performing. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, but and but once, you, once I saw it a couple times, I realized why they were doing it like that. Do you like um, Chris Tucker and... He's okay, but you know I really like John Ortiz, a Philip Seymour Hoffman yes. uh, collaborator, and Julia Stiles. And Bobby D. They're married in that. Bobby De Niro, whatever. Like, th- that element might be the worst part of the film, you know? <laughs> a great little thing to show how much she's traveled that she has it memorized. Mm-hmm. This movie goes by faster than you think. Yeah, I mean, there's still, you know, a little... You know, there's no, it's not ending, no, but it's, no. you know, we're entering our third act, I'd it's say. It's a good two-hour movie. Yeah. You know, like, it's, like, in two hours is a great length for a movie. I love her seeing him running. Yeah. Eastern Airlines doesn't exist anymore. I wonder what do you know? Do we know what airport is that? LaGuardia, JFK. I don't know if the like I don't know where they filmed it or whatever. Yeah. 
I'm gonna look up the f- budget for this film. Just c- for things like that, like to get a whole plane and paint it Eastern Airlines. Or did Eastern Airlines still exist in 2000? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh. Whoa. Oh, I got goosebumps from that. <laughs> I don't like it. Have you been ever been like bad? Not like that. No. Yeah, not. Well, I mean, obviously, it's just even that much more because it's a smaller plane. Yeah, but. A nice little shout out to uh, Elvis. Elvis, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Budget sixty million. That's a lot for you know. Yeah, this was a big budget film. He had done Jerry Maguire, which was a huge hit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love this. Jeez, this movie lost a lot of money. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't a box office hit, but it it became a. It only made after. a fourth of its. Wow. I'm sure it's made not up even since a, then. Not even a fourth. I'm sure, it's made it up since then. While uh, Endgame has already made over a billion dollars in its opening weekend worldwide. Crazy. The first movie ever to do that. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Oh, (laughs) Jeffrey! Uh, (laughs) Uh. what oh my god even the bassist joins in Uh. he does act like that yeah not that Jason Lee Jason Lee's also an asshole yeah (laughs) I love love her reaction (laughs) (laughs) this is an uncomfortable scene yeah but it's so good (laughs) (laughs) it is this movie it was you know nominated for best editing it really is good editing yeah Good. William finally, yeah, saying what needs to be said, putting them in their place. 
<laughs> okay, well, he still loves her, so... No, well, <laughs> I get... Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> I feel like they would have figured that out, because, like, if he was, like, never with the groupies. Yeah. You know? It's <laughs> a great one. Wait, did we miss when... Maybe I was looking down when Jimmy Fallon said he, like, killed a man. Oh. You know, right? Yeah, I thought... Yeah. Maybe there's a different version of this. I hope not for people watching along with us. Uh, maybe... I know there is an uncut version. Was Oh, uh, okay, guys. This is not the uncut version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think we would have caught... I, know we were, I mean, I don't... Yeah, where he's like... I almost hit a man. Yeah. I don't know if he's okay. I just kept driving. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Guys, sorry if you were watching the uncut and things have gotten a little wonky. Yeah, that is actually called, I should have said it earlier, that's called the untitled version. Oh, okay. This is the regular cut, which was better that we watch anyway, you know. Yeah. I could add a little, while we're saying this during this... I can, because, you know, I don't, you guys, like, I don't obviously edit this part. I could add a little stinger in the beginning if you want, just so we make sure people don't. Yeah, we might, we might let people know that. Kyle, if you don't mind doing that. Yeah. A little behind the scenes right now. Oh, this is one of my favorite scenes. It reminds me of the end of almost every behind the music. Like, we got to an airport, we took six different flights. Yeah. Right, what you want. He said, write what you want. That counts. Yeah, and, I mean, even, like, Jeff is upset when he's just like, and I said, and the chicks are hot? It's like, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, he has tape of that. I would be like, listen to my freaking tapes. Yeah, he does have, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great shirt. Yeah, that is a good. And this, I'm kind of calling BS on them too because they're like, write, you know, write what you want to write, not what they want you to write. And he does it, and they're like, "This is bullshit." Yeah. using them as a you know for memories to strike up Penny and Russell here we go here's our is this the last time we got them? I think so yeah friendship is the boots that feed you I'm getting the goosebumps. 
<sighs> Look at his face while he delivers it. It just it feels so real, right? Yeah. He's This guy is sex, sex is disguised as well. He just says it so perfectly. Yeah. The best line ever. Oh. It's a line I would like to, like, have on my tombstone. So... <laughs> Who plays Ben Fong Torres? Um, just... Has he been in other things? It's hard to tell with like the hair and the glasses, you know. Yeah, no, he has been uh, a bunch of things. Um, he is played by. Terry Chen, who's in. I'm trying to find like the most popular things he's been. The Expanse, I, I Robot. Supposedly. In the <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he has an actual shirt from the Jeff BB band. Yeah, a different one. I didn't realize that. It's like, well, you know he was on acid at the house, and they know what kind of person he yeah, is. Yeah, like, that's not as crazy. By the way, that the, the bassist... And, or did I, yeah. <laughs> the bassist looks like he could be in an 80s band as well. Yeah. I think they didn't want to give him facial hair, too, because they didn't want... Like, they have a beard guy, a mustache guy. Mustache guy, and two beard guys. Who? who oh, yeah, yeah. But that guy's hair is, again, so volumized, yeah. you wouldn't confuse him. I hate her. Just say on record. They don't make her seem to be a nice person. Yeah. She's just doing her job, though. She's just mean, I know, mean but it's just like, but it. again, like, you're, they're all, like, journalists and fact checkers. Dive a little deeper. Are you really going to just trust the band right away? Like, oh, they probably like dealt said, with this to the before. Tapes. Yeah, they probably dealt with the yeah, bands. Exactly. Really. So I call... <laughs> but I'm sure this is Cameron Crowe, like, Diluting. Oh, of course, it's a movie. Yeah, yeah they need. Yeah, this is this well, is classic old style flight attendants. Yeah, you know, I love. Uh, you have a nice day. <laughs> the curl. Yeah, that's really creepy. Isn't she? Um, she's oh, she's Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. she's like um, Candy. The right. She ends up marrying Bobby Newport's. Yeah, the dad. <laughs> Paul Rudd's dead <laughs> in real life. Look at those and eyes. It, it's really funny. She leaves to become a flight attendant and she's such a rebel, but flight attendants are so uniformed. Uniformed you know? and like, at that point, used for their looks. Used for their looks and 
regimented. You know, you gotta yeah. like, like it's so it's almost the opposite of being. I get it, but it's almost the opposite it, of being. Pretty a much the only like progressive free thing is like the travel. I guess yeah. you're not stuck at home. You get to travel the world. Yeah, so I get it. <laughs> oh yeah, so she says, you know, we can fly anywhere, anywhere you want in the world. And she's so pissed that he picked San Diego. And it's amazing for the mom because she gets two for the price yeah. of one like experience. <laughs> the unsure slash disgusted face <laughs> of Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> Francis McDormand plays such a great mom. Yeah. I don't even know how to be anymore, you know. <laughs> Did she say, like, I forgive you? <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're both happy, whatever. Yeah. Yes, classic. You know, I 100% after watching this movie the next time I stayed in a hotel I took you one. took it yeah. <laughs> Hendrix Lincoln yeah. <laughs> <laughs> food scene food scene yeah food scene this this is yeah the food scene yeah and I think this is the orange bowl oh okay I, I think because I've watched the special features of this like many times back in the day. Uh, j- just because, right? Because we, we we got the last of our main man. That was his last. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So a couple. of... I just wanted to bring up. You know, yeah, I'm sure I said some of the trivia for the almost. But that episode was different because we did the Facebook Live thing. We were in Chicago, yes. so it was, I know it was like a, it was around just like an hour the episode. But um, so John Favreau and Jack Black, one of the Jack Black attempts to <laughs> be a PSH character, auditioned for Lester Bangs. You're Lester, yes. Oh wow. So John Favreau and Jack Black. Um, PSH only filmed for four days, like that could, that was the only way he could fit for his schedule, and he had the flu the whole time. Wow, that's cool. So like, just like that close-up shot where he looks like a little glistening and sweaty, I'm just like, he has the fucking flu. Wow. (laughs) Like, I mean, you can see, I mean, that's, I don't want to say easily done in four days, because obviously movies take a long time, but he doesn't really have that much screen time, it's just that it's like, very powerful. And what, we had the radio station... The diner, and then it's his apartment. So we have three yeah. locations. So just as far outside as outside too, like outside too. No, no, no. That's yeah. That's totally right. As far as I'm just thinking, <laughs> no, I'm using birth. I'm not laughing at them. Not using birth control. So. <laughs> this is like really pretty too. Yeah. No, she's totally echoing what it is for, like, the non-musicians, for the fans, for Band-Aids, for Will. I wonder where Penny's supposed to live. San Diego. They both live in San Diego. They do both live in San Diego. Yeah, they've made that clear a couple times. Yeah, Like, for somebody that doesn't have an income, like, it looks like she's a nice place? I don't know. Well, she said her mom looked kind of like a money chaser. Ah, okay. I don't know if she, like, married somebody or I don't know. She told her, like, marry up. Always marry up. Like, that was... Oh, yeah, and that's why they... Yeah. Um, that's why they named her Lady. Spoiler alert. Oh, gotcha, yeah. 
Now, that's also why he goes to San Diego. He thinks he's going yes. to her. And then, yeah. yeah. Well, at the same time, she could say, I live in San Diego. and I think he knew that, though, okay. because he said, I think that's where they first met. He no. said, California's not the same without you. Yes. He just, like, never obviously went to her house. See, now, and now it looks like a brave effort to try to connect with her. But, but let's be honest. Like, the relationship with his girlfriend was ruined on the plane, you know? Yeah. It's not like he made the choice to leave his girlfriend and be with her. Well, I guess at the same time, like, I, ruined on the plane? Like, I mean, he could... No, but it tarnished a little bit. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, more than a little bit, but I'm just saying, When like, his chief rival, you know, he's not cool with that, obviously. Yeah. And I know one of the Almonds um, came to Cameron Crowe's house and apologized in the same way. Oh, okay. That, that's where this comes from. I don't know if like he was tricked by a Band-Aid to do it or anything like that. And probably Greg Almond, since he was the one to call him like a narc and stuff. Yeah, I, I know. Okay, like, like let's say it was Greg. I'm pretty sure it was Greg. But, you know, Greg Almond showed up at his house and his parents were like, okay, you know, and he was in his room like, I'm sorry, man, like. Which is that's so crazy. Yeah, her, yeah. <laughs> I love her reaction. I need. I love. Yeah. The little like knee, right? Does she, or... <laughs> <laughs> the very isn't that like a very what are they the Doris Day kind of yeah haircut like? It's from like the flight attendant. Yes. I felt we really connected when we spoke. I like how they had to do that photo. Yeah. Off. <laughs> oh, Russell. She's like, she. <laughs> yeah, we got that. <laughs> 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 oh, there's a great stash. <laughs> and I like how it's one of the bands on the on the wall that he has. What the Soul Wars on the wall? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's going into his room and just realizing, like, yeah, he's a kid and he's a fan. <laughs> I'm su- with a. I guess I was gonna say I'm surprised uh, with a, a strict mother. Or I don't. I guess she's strict. I'm not trying, to, but like that she like allows him to have the room the way it is. But maybe she looks at it as like if I let him have the room the way it is, like yeah, it, it's not. I mean, it's messy now. I'm sure it's usually not messy because like it's messy because he just came home and stuff, you know. Yeah, I, sure well, he... I just mean with the posters on the gotcha. wall and just like you know, because just in the beginning, how she was with the Simon and Garfunkel album, just so. Yeah, I, I hear you. But I think the justification might be that again, she's like sees he's passionate about it. 
like the writing aspect of it, not just, you know, he's not like doing weed in his room listening to records, presumably. Uh huh. Or if he is, he's doing more than that. But I, I really doubt he's doing weed in this house. <laughs> Did he, re- he did he really call them up? Yeah. I mean, obviously he did, but it's funny that he did it before apologizing. And he didn't even know he was going to apologize. Maybe Penny like What? Yeah, like Penny, yeah, like it's like she said like everyone knows like what you did gotcha. and all that. So that was like I guess going to be his form of apology and I guess William would have gotten a call or seen the Fair. cover of Rolling Stone or <laughs> got, you know. And then he gets his interview, finally. Yeah. And this is a little inside joke. Yeah. What is... What he's about to say. That's the name of their fictional album. Oh, really? Still Water, to begin with. (laughs) No No more airplanes. That's such a great... (laughs) And if you notice, I think it shows that they're back in Topeka. Yeah, and I just love that they're happy together. Aww. Yeah. It's not going to last, we know that, but still. No, because it's, <laughs> it's how many bands really do. You break up, you get back together. You break up, you get back together. It's certainly a happily ever after movie, though. She's finally going to Morocco. Yeah. I love this. Seen yes. That's oh, I never got that. The hand. I probably did. I just don't remember. And, and it's cool because, like, you know, you said love triangle, but no one ends up with anybody. Yeah, it's one of those like it's one. Yeah, it's one of those great endings where it's like, yeah, as far as like the love story, no one ends up together per se. It's like the breakup, just like winking at one another at the <laughs> end, and yeah. Wow, this is a long black screen. Yeah, let's take it all in. That was a movie. You're going to see Jiminy Cricket spell the end. Or something. <laughs> We're still on it. Okay. Cool credit sequence with the photos and stuff. Yeah, just going through the Polaroids. Got to see our main man, Philip Seymour Hoffman, in the credits there. Yeah. Did you notice... Um, Mustache boy. <laughs> but the um, famous deceased comedian Mitch Hedberg was one of the managers of the... I think he said Eagles manager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, that's almost famous. A great movie. I enjoy watching it every time. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. Yeah, it's a real... It's always a fun one to watch. It was fun sitting here watching it with you. Hopefully it was fun with... For you guys listening to us, uh, you know, talk about it. It's just one of those. It's a, it's a special movie. It was a special movie. Like I think we watched it at like a perfect age to have first seen it, and uh, just uh, yeah, it's one of, one of my favorite movies. So Kyle, why don't you tell the Hoff fans out there what the films they could vote for for next month? Ah, yes. So for the next month, the month of June, you know, the final, like... Your birthday month. My birthday month, as we said, uh, and, you know, 
obviously summer will will begin, but we're already in the season of blockbusters. I mean, every every month now is like ha- having a blockbuster. It used to be just you know the summertime. You're summer and then Christmas. You know, yeah, like literally Christmas weekend and maybe the weekend. As you say, Thanksgiving to Christmas was a short blockbuster season, and then it was more like June. Yeah. Through August. But we got the biggest blockbuster of all time came out, like, you know, in the last weekend of April now. But anyway, because of blockbusters and the celebration of summer being almost here, we decided to go with two of his biggest films. Blockbuster-wise. Blockbuster-wise, yes. And uh, those are Twister and Mission Impossible 3. Now, what do you like about each of those films? Like, if you had to give a a short 30-second stump speech for each film. Twister, one of the films, probably the film that people first saw him, recognized him in first. Dusty. Dusty. Uh, I mean, it's a fun movie. Twister is a fun, like, disaster movie. It's got, like, a... Very summery. Yeah, it's got a great, like, fun cast. Like, I love the oddball, like, you know, storm-chasing family you know, I mean, the effects at the time, even when we rewatched it, I remember talking about it with John and Wit on that episode. Uh, just, you know, they definitely, some, a lot of it holds up. Uh, and, and how they, they reversed the noise of a camel to make the sound of a twister. So. All right. Side note. So yeah. they're showing the songs in the credits. Yes. Now. And you guys, it might be different for you because of what DVD you're seeing. And all the Stillwater ones say written by, Russell Hammond and Jeff Beebe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or just like Jeff Beebe, just like it's, uh, Russell Hammond. Yeah, it's a fun little... Like, Easter egg, if you will. Sorry, continue. Uh, no, so yeah, that's for Twister. You know, that's uh, that's what I'd say about that. And Mission Impossible 3, uh, well, the beginning of J.J. Abrams' feature filmmaking career. So He's that's pretty cool. done some other stuff, right? Felicity. Yeah, Felicity. <laughs> um... Yeah, you some, know, some Star transferring <laughs> Spielberg's Super 8 footage when he was a kid, 13 years old. You know, that kind of stuff. No, no, but yeah, continue, sorry. And uh, yeah, and so, yeah, beginning of J.J. Abrams' feature filmmaking career, uh, a kind of a reboot to the Mission Impossible franchise. Not in the way, I mean, still got Tom Cruise and, and, the, and the story continues, but it's just a breath of fresh air, I guess we can say, and just, you know... And then, uh, even after, it took a little while to make the fourth one after that, but it's just, it's a great, it might, might be the best, I mean, best, uh, Mission Impossible movie, and our main man as the bad guy in that movie is awesome. Yeah. So, big, big fan of I'd that be happy movie. with either of these, honestly. Happy with either of these, they're... Two really cool, very different characters. So this is one. There's always, I've always had like a dog in the fight as far as like which, which which film I'd rather talk about. I think this is truly the first one that I'm like I am 100% happy with either. So guys, Amen. I won't put any of my. Maybe you have felt my pressure some, sort of pressure coming from me. Don't just enjoy the summer. It's going to be summer. So let's just, you know, watch a cool movie together and talk about it. Let's watch a blockbuster together. I yeah. Agree. So quickly, I know we mentioned both our shows a lot on this episode, but anything quickly you want to say about foodie films? Oh, foodie films were just, you know, we're still kicking it and we're, uh, 
we're still drinking, we're still eating, uh, and I'm I'm loving every moment of it. Just meeting a lot of cool people that work in the industry, and just still watching some great movies. Uh, this is coming out. It's obviously the first I know, but it's going to be Wednesday. So a new video will be coming out the same day as this episode. And last week's episode, we talked uh, with William. I talked with William F. Spencer, who has a podcast called Bavuster. So check out that podcast. He's just a really cool guy. Loves food. Working on a diner documentary. And we watched. We talked about the movie Coffee and Cigarettes, the anthology Jim Jarmusch film. So, yeah, that was a fun episode. Great. Sounds fun. And, of course, I also host High School Slumber Party, where we talk about high school films. We just recently, or I think we're in the middle of doing the prom night films. And you celebrate, you're celebrating your anniversary, right? Oh, yeah, anniversary. A lot yeah. of stuff going on. So we're doing 16 Candles for that. Yeah. Um, let's see, prom night coming up, 16 Candles coming up. You most recently were on the Rushmore episode. Yeah, love, that's a fun, that was a fun film to rewatch. And and if I'm not mistaken, the Rushmore episode is the next one that comes out. Okay. After this is released. Cool. So, you can hear Kyle on my show for Rushmore. And like obviously I said, we'll be tagging on our page and I'll be tagging on Foodie Films page, so all that good stuff. Good stuff. And see you on the 15th for our mid-month rewatch and if you guys comment and stuff or say things i think we'll read it on the next on the next go around and the and the reveal of what film will be covered of course yeah that's when you'll find out what we'll be doing twister or mission impossible three now if twister wins can we also play twister while watching it yes (laughs) when was the last time you played twister <laughs> Probably when I was like eleven. Have 12. you played Twister this millennium? You think this millennium? Um, possibly in like two thousand. Maybe <laughs> that would, we were still in like seventh grade. I think, right? Uh, but yeah, that's well, Kyle. The, the, the... actually, maybe I want Twister because there's a great food scene in Twister. <laughs> <laughs> is there a food scene in Mission Impossible Three? Who knows? Uh, we'll who find knows? out. Yeah, we'll find. Yeah, but Kyle, the, the exit line is actually from this film, so deliver it with gusto. <sighs> I mean, we're always home, we're always uncool, and so you guys stay uncool, just like us, just like the best people out there. Stay uncool. I believe in miracles. Where you from? You sexy thing, sexy thing, you. I believe in miracles. Since you came along, you sexy thing.